0: What's going on, sir?
1: Oh, there you are. Here I am. I uh, goofing around with the uh, setup here. I'm so uh, <clears throat> Zoom uh, ignorant that you're like, same Zoom link. I'm like, what? I don't know. Like,
0: <laughs> well, I didn't know if that was your standing meeting room, so you can just keep using the same one over and over again instead of having to redo it every time. I just copy and
1: paste, copy paste, whatever. <laughs> okay. Got uh, it. yeah it's uh <clears throat> been a day as far as like uh technical failures, so I'm just happy that this call went through at all um, Have
0: you lost recordings already
1: or oh no, no, I've not done anything that productive where I've actually like tried to record or edit anything um i decided I got it in my head that uh well with the dog, I was like, I've got to rearrange the room because the couch goes right up to my desk okay. which with our previous dog he would either sleep on it occasionally snore into the microphone whatever that's you know i would just put it in the continuity and it was fine Uh, or he'd sleep under the desk uh this one wants to sit in my lap so if i'm sitting at the desk so there's no way to really do it with him by just putting him on the couch because he'll just lean his head in And just like snarl or like, you know, slobber drool, just, you know, sounds that I didn't have to explain further, especially with some of the content we produce. I don't know if people would believe that it's a dog or if it's just <laughs> you know, cocaine boner hour. Just <laughs> so I'm talking about all those erotic thrillers I love. They,
0: they, they finally did it. Well, I, I was going through some of those lists of movies that you want to watch. Uh, with my wife, and I'm like, look, this is what Mike wants to do. So if oh. I start watching this stuff, mm-hmm. and she's like, is he just want to share his masturbation material with you for some reason? And I mean, maybe. Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
2: He's outside, i told you a hundred times Don't put Susie outside, the spraying. they're spraying It's going to give her cancer It's not going to give her cancer, don't you get environmental you on Have you
3: listened to the news lately? So, virtual reality is practically, totally real But not I'm going to like somebody
2: Where are you going, Gene? I'll this is the third night this week, Gene Go He's further playing on. around, I can Gene. smell it on him was born to be free
3: with a little more butter please coming up yeah i okay, came home i told her our whole life could change earl tells me to go on a diet i'll find a way to keep this house is half mine you know is that a Do joke
4: Lady, I work 16 hours a day to make ends meet. Yeah, I bake all night and work all
3: day. I thought you made phone calls at night.
4: I said, Ola, if I have one more beer, I'm going to have to take a nap. And she says, I wondered what it would take to get you into bed.
2: Do you think he's attractive? Who? He kissed you, didn't he? I want to know the truth. We're just
3: talking, right? Yes,
2: Marion, we're just talking.
3: How long are you going to do that? Do you know what time it is?
2: To hell with love To hell with
3: love Forget what other people do When it comes to me and you
2: To hell with love
3: Did I do something wrong, officer?
1: Take your sunglasses off now One more question many clowns can you fit in this car when it
3: comes to you and me that's the way it's gonna be if you share my point of view i'm a woman made for you when it comes to push a shove
2: if you're holding
4: out for love uh, these are strange people honey yeah with love
1: uh i'll tell you what it honestly is uh i just don't feel like they make those movies anymore so it feels uh like some sort of midlife crisis but really it's just um i don't know like even when uh i hear people going nuts online or see like how you know, this crazy sex scene and then you watch it and you're like well you know before i even uh was of age to have sex hollywood just filled my head with you know hopes and dreams and if i saw it now i would be like yeah i guess cool. it's okay
0: at this point in time, does it really mean anything that you could get away with, with what everybody in the world has been exposed to at this point in time? Um, could you put anything in a movie that would even seem risque at this point? It's not like you're going to have a two girls, one cup sequence in the Michael Douglas, Demi, Demi Moore movie.
1: You know, I and don't spoil this for me. I've somehow managed to get, God, was is that? Is that like 15 years old at this point? <laughs> at least yeah I still don't really know what that is uh because I just avoided it like anything that good. got passed around through I guess at that point would've been like email like click on this it was very much like the ring like I don't know if that predated social media I feel like I got a few buddies just blindly sending me this thing and that was just went straight to the trash um it's a good place for it it's the only place it belongs
0: I think so I I feel like I think that was in the the heyday of MySpace I feel like that was it's if I'm thinking right but i'm I've not gonna start googling that
1: myspace i don't know if i ever had a computer fast enough to load someone's myspace page <laughs> with all the shit that they would put on it like <laughs> i think it just crashed my computer uh but i also see people now waxing nostalgic about myspace which in the grand scheme of things was like what a blip right it was like two years maybe and
0: something uh, like that yeah
1: but I don't know if they had any sort of tracking features on MySpace. I don't know. I never had a page. Um, so we're here to talk about uh, the big HBO Max <laughs> release of the last two weeks, right?
0: I, I think so, right? That, that's the idea. I yeah. mean, we could go either way, really, and because I, and I, I've seen both of these things. Um, <laughs> seven hours of my week were spent watching wow. those two films. So, so
1: you actually... Took the journey with Zack Snyder. Now, did you double down and go with the uh, black and white version that released a week later saying, hey, you want to have they? It, has that already happened? I think is it came out? out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that
0: just like a grayscale version of it, or is it actually he went back and changed it specifically for
1: that? I, I, it seems like in his numerous, like whatever this publicity tour is for Director Scott, which is, I mean, kind of cool. Like, I think if you had hit me up like a decade ago, I would have thought it was awesome that like, you know, Ridley Scott was like going back uh to do these junkets for kingdom of heaven. The director's cut, but um, and all those numerous uh sort of basically the same stories he's telling. He repeatedly said that he edited the movie in this version. That, that makes
0: sense. Cause it's like, he didn't have a color corrected version for a couple of years. He just had his edit. So that, that, I could see that that would make sense and he just got used to watching it in that way
1: yeah uh i mean i assume if you know that you don't <laughs> have the effects are finished and you also have been uh you've left the project uh and it's left a bad taste in your mouth uh maybe yes this is this is some sort of comfort blanket of just the way that he uh i just will admit that i have not double dipped in that way because i was lucky enough lucky uh that my wife actually was like what is this what are you like didn't we see this already and then I'm like do I go into the whole story do I explain what release the Snyder Cut is to her or do I say hey uh do you want to watch Aquaman again you like Aquaman (laughs) (laughs) and uh she did she did want to watch Aquaman uh and so we we actually did I think Almost in one fell swoop. I actually had someone come to my house to drop something off um, for work, and they managed to interrupt the last thirty seconds of it. So we almost did a marathon sprint. Uh, we almost replicated what the theatrical experience would have been, except someone came and my dog lost his mind. And I said, "Man, how much longer do we have this?" And then of course you've got the little yeah. <laughs> scale and I'm progress like, oh, bar. It's fucking over. Like I could have just told them to hang on a second, and uh, then we'll have you know directed by Mr. Snyder.
0: You know that progress bar could be misleading on this specific film because normally, if you look at it and you're like, you have a quarter of it left, you're like, oh, I got 20 minutes left, and this damn thing, you have two hours left. So,
1: not a fan, Maynard. I wouldn't expect that doesn't add up,
0: but um, I liked it better than the other version. I'll I'll say that.
1: Yeah, I. I mean, here's the thing: is like the (laughs) I I was afraid that there was. I mean, I guess not because it became so like political. Like if you were a part of that hashtag. Mm-hmm. I got the impression that just getting it released was victory enough, and then whatever nope, else. it's not.
0: Really? The, 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 those people will never be satisfied. They're already pissed off now, and I don't know. They're just putting out negative reviews of the King Kong movie because they're pissed why, off. What, at what does that Max. have to do
1: with why they, you you have two versions of it? You and, now three with the black and white. I mean, what what do you want? They they want the sequels now. I think I'm well, assuming. Uh, oh, I mean, okay. I mean, I. <laughs> I I I can kind of understand that. And from a certain financial aspect, maybe it makes good business sense for HBO to just treat this like a television series, like the Snyder World, like just release one every couple of years and keep people happy. And but
0: yeah, if they if they wanted to I guess it, if you can keep it in that game of thrones kind of budget per episode kind of thing, just doing little one hour shots once every couple of months think that would make sense think hey, game of
1: thrones wasn't cheap right they no throw some money at this shit i mean <laughs> whatever um well that's unfortunate because i i would uh think what i meant was this is a victory just getting released was did they care necessarily if it worked as a film or is it just meant to work as a uh, uh, uh a victory lap for a filmmaker like getting See. to put exactly what he wants on screen
0: and i i guess it is and then that's the kind of that thing that you've always heard that sometimes creativity is often hurt when you have unlimited funds and complete you know autonomy over a project you kind of need to have your back in the corner a little bit and trying to figure the best way out of things sometimes because this it's just if, if you would have chopped off pretty much the whole dream sequence i'd probably would have really enjoyed this but i think that ending just left such I'm a sure. sour taste uh, in my mouth AT&T
1: loves get... to hear that because i actually agree with you where it's like yeah all the new shit that you had to spend money on <laughs> cut that out
0: <laughs> that, that was know? that that was all the new the reshoots was just that mm-hmm. part yeah god damn yeah. that was a waste of money
1: yeah get uh jared leto in his bedroom like get the shaky cam get you know all the blur effect and you know the 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 world's worst Joker comes back as the the cherry on top, which, um, I I don't know. Like I I saw some people saying that uh, they were they were comparing it to Avengers uh Infinity War and Endgame. Like, well, those movies are long, and I think they are damn near like five and a half six hours if you combine them. Oh yeah, they' the last one was three hours, wasn't it? So you know we're in the ballpark, <laughs> but right. and I don't know if this is a credit to. Mr. Snyder or an insult? Um, uh, you know, it's an insult, of course. If I if I hashtag this correctly as uh, Robert Altman shortcuts, of course, I'll avoid any sort of <laughs> <laughs> negative feedback, and I'll just av- avoid feedback or listens at all. Incredibly it's like. difficult
0: thing to find in the internet internet age now. that is Robert Altman shortcuts.
1: Okay, I you know what? Uh, Snyder one, Altman zero in that regard because. <laughs> i did not watch shortcuts in one go uh and i think it was because i had to get out the fucking disc and have to like all right i'm sitting down to watch it on this television and if we're interrupted in any way like i can't transfer it i can't go i actually went out of town for work last week and i really was was
0: blu-ray or dvd
1: blu-ray not they couldn't figure this out with
0: 50 gigabytes of storage
1: yeah, not uh, not Criterion's best work. I told you before we started recording that no uh, special
0: features, nothing. I was
1: like, "What the fuck is this?" And I'm like, "Oh, there's a second disc," <laughs> like, <laughs> which I did uh, because you know you're you're uh, uh, an attentive father. So there was a little bit. I got about 20 minutes of Altman talking with Robbins, uh, and it was interesting because they mainly talked about nudity. And so I was, you know, I was like, I told the wife, you know, be quiet. You know, I'm at the altar of Altman here talking about getting women take their pants off for his film. Why are they always naked? Why does naked make it art? Did
2: you make me a drink? It's in the blender. It
3: smells strong. I'm gonna have some wine.
2: Is that what you're wearing? Yes. I thought we were cooking out. Stuart's bringing fish, remember? If it's just a barbecue, why are you getting dressed up? This isn't dressed up. I'm not changing. She'll probably dress up. Are you competing? Competing with who? Claire, honey. We're talking about Claire. Are you competing with Claire? For what? What women compete for, I guess. Do you think he's attractive? Who? The husband. Stuart it is. He's the kind of guy women find attractive, isn't he? The outdoorsman type. We don't know a lot about them. Hope they like something other than chamber music. That wonderful, Marion. How we can skate around an issue? Always playing our little game. That's a good idea. The game? Might
3: help break the ice. Jeopardy, maybe?
2: I'm talking about us. We're talking about now. What about us? You know. You know what? Let's forget it.
3: Forget what? <laughs> what are you talking about?
2: Nothing. It's ancient history. You know? Something's on your mind. That party. What party? You know what party I'm talking about, Mary, and the one with Mitchell Anderson.
3: Jesus Christ, that
2: was three years ago. You kissed him, didn't no. you? No. Your lipstick was smeared when you came back. How would you know? You were drunk. Oh. Jesus Christ, look at this. God... Damn it, look at this! Look what you made me do! God damn it! I wanted to wear this! That's the way you looked that night with Mitchell Anderson when you were out necking. He kissed you, didn't he? Oh,
4: come on, Ralph. I thought we were through with that.
2: I want you to tell me about that night with Mitchell Anderson.
3: There's nothing to tell.
2: All right. Then tell me about nothingness. I'd like to hear a complete account of nothing. What you didn't do for two and a half hours. Why, Ralph. What's so important? It was three years ago. All right, it's not important. It's water under the bridge. But what irritates me, Marion, if that's the right word for it, is that that you won't tell me the truth. You can't say the obvious. You can't admit that you lied. That's what I don't like, Marion. Having to play this charade. God, Ralph,
3: how does this start? Do you know how it started? Because I really, I really don't. Marion, look, how look at me.
2: How it! this You don't have any panties you know how on. How this Because I don't know What how do you how think you are? One of your goddamn paintings? Marion, I'm giving you a chance to come clean, clear the slate, onto a higher consciousness. And then, don't ever lie to me again, Marion.
3: This is not like you, Ralph.
2: What? To demand? You're right, Marion. But I want to know. I want to know the truth. We're just talking, right? Yes, Marion, we're just talking! You want me to tell you the truth? That's all I've ever asked, Marion.
1: He is a fan of that, clearly. (laughs) I I would say it's probably less titillating than Zack Snyder's Justice League, though. <laughs> like, even though we have women, full frontal, uh, bottomless, uh, Multiple none, of times. It, none of it was anything that was in uh, young Mike's spank bank when he checked out shortcuts, probably at like, you know, 13, 14 years yeah. old.
0: Speaking of which, um, just to get right into that part of it, because mm-hmm. I saw this when I was a junior in high school. Okay. And watching this now, because I don't know that I've seen this since probably, this was 93, so maybe 95, 96 was the last time I watched this movie.
1: Um, oh, wow. Been it's bit. been a long
0: time. And I loved the movie. It's just one of those ones that I never got around to revisiting for whatever reason. Um, again, since then, I, I don't know what the hell I saw in this movie at that age. I enjoy it now. I, I don't think mm. that I had a lesser experience watching it now. But this doesn't seem like something that I could ever imagine recommending to a junior in high school. It's just I what the fuck was wrong with me that I was into this.
1: You know, I had the same exact thought uh, about Justice League as a damn 40 year old. <laughs> Where I'm like, am I enjoying this? Am I allowed to enjoy this? Why? Why am I enjoying this? Um, because I liked it way more than I thought I would. Um,
0: I was genuinely
1: surprised. So I don't know if I would have uh, in the theaters, but I mean, I sat here on my couch and watched it you know, for four hours straight, almost before I was rudely interrupted. Um, Altman could not pull it off with shortcuts. I bet you, even when I watched it on VHS as a teenager, uh, I did not watch it in one go, but I agree with you. When I first discovered it, I have nothing in common with any of these people, any of these uh, fucked up uh, LA residents who are cheating on each other, wanting to cheat, uh, having arguments uh, where a husband is telling his wife to put some clothes on, which I also, I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? Maddie, Maddie motion. <laughs> what do you, you do? Why are you so upset about Julian or being naked in front of you? Um, I didn't get any of it. Then I don't know if I get much of it now, really as an old man, I still feel that I'm almost looking at an alien race and I think you kind of are supposed to.
0: Yeah, no, this is not any world that I'm familiar with. It's a, while we're all speaking, the same language i don't know what the hell they're talking about maybe i can somewhat understand tom waits a little bit and the guys that decided to go fishing next to a dead body i can i can kind of understand those guys you know but beyond that
1: i really felt for the the guys who are like man we came all the way up here and now there's a stinking dead body around here like do we really have to go back i mean it's a long drive and it's gonna ruin our fishing trip and I, I tell you where I turn against those guys is we later find out that one of them, the, uh, uh, the security guy from the player, uh, mm-hmm. with the great voice and the great hair, um, he's unemployed. What? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got all the time in the world. It's not like he's like, you know, this is this trip I've been planning for six months. It's my first week in a Here I am trying to justify doing nothing when you come across a, a dead woman. Um, I, I really like, I had a hard time with that one, probably cause I, I don't fish, but I'm also thinking like <laughs> the, the trip is ruined, right? How do you how do you realistically enjoy yourself when there's a young dead woman like taking away just, from you?
0: This could be COVID eyes speaking at this point, but the idea of just being outside away for a weekend, I I might be willing to wait till Monday morning to f- oh, figure out the dead body situation. I, I am uh
1: I I guess I am the homestead, Chris, that is like I'm gonna go to the visitation because you're a shit. I can't believe you would do this, and you bring back stinking fish. Uh, <laughs> that uh, yeah, Fred Ward. Okay, that's you know I can't believe I'm. Yeah. In, I it said he had great hair. I'm sure that's all that
0: matters. You're forgiven for getting lost anywhere in this cast of. Uh, how many speaking parts do you think are in this film? Is it? It's got to be over a hundred.
1: Uh, And not a Martian Manhunter in sight either. So uh, Snyder 2, Altman Zero in that regard. Wait, you're saying that uh, Tom Waits, are you saying as a young man, that's the one you would identify with? Or you're saying now? I I
0: never identified with him in that way, Um, even now. But it's just the idea of seeing him play that character that way. It's the only one that I'm like, okay, I've this is a real person. Him and Lily Tomlin, that's a relationship I've seen in real life at some point. I believe them. Um, Matthew Modine's whole thing? No. C- Chris Penn? No. Uh, it's pretty much all the way down. Robert Downey Jr. Li- what is it? Lily Taylor. I really like her, but the two of them together.
1: It, I, it just- I really detest Robert Downey Jr. from the what late 80s, early 90s. Where he yeah. is like constantly playing someone who is just like, it's like he just sexually just needs to calm down. Even when he's playing scenes where there's nothing sexual going on, I feel like he's always got a rapey vibe, no matter what type of character he's playing. And that was his persona then.
4: I'm sorry I had to
3: do that. But you just got out of line. Come on, Bill. And I know I'm just a gardener. I'm getting tired of this. Goodbye. Oh, no, no,
4: let me, let me fix this for you Don't Bill, this the, is taking fucking make, hours Yeah, well, you know on, Stop I'm it, not. stop it, don't I gotta go to the bathroom, don't lean on me
3: like that okay. I'm taking this thing out, too No, okay, okay. okay. Wait, wait. 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 No, just keep it in for the picture Hold on, just a second Support your husband. Mm-hmm. Now, look like I, like someone really hurt you Like Earl beat you Thank you Shut up Did he? You know he did I know hey. he did little, what else did he do? What do you think about when you think about Earl? Can we stop, Phil? I don't, I don't want to talk about that, okay? Come on, let's get I was in the shower
1: sometimes, and I hear the sound of the water going down the drain, and I think it's somebody hurting you in the other room. Right? It's the version. Open your glass a little for this one.
3: No, I don't, I don't do this. just really... I don't want to do this anymore. I've been doing mean? this for I've been very patient. Well, I mean, I could, I could speed up the process. No. If I could have just done it my, my quick version. Yeah. Crunch, crack, CRAP! Please, let's- but I didn't, because I loved you so. I love you too. Let's just. Why did that excite me? I started feeling like, a little chubby when I was doing that. That's weird. Okay, this is my last request. Just- That's it. I'm getting. There's of kind of day this
0: day. thing okay. when you're watching a, okay. Robert Downey Jr. from this, this era, where you're almost filtering it through. How fucked up was he in this? Scene? Yeah, yeah. It's it's almost just that history of it. It's not unlike watching snyder again where you can't divorce yourself from the stories around it and just kind of watch the material for what it is i mean
1: he just needs to be calm like uh (laughs) who who do we got here who can we pull out well tim robbins that's not a good look is this uh, sort of my god at at
0: this point in time i it kind of reminded me there was this period with this bob roberts the player and got to be a couple tape heads where he was just an asshole and everything and he was such a great asshole for Several years there, and I don't feel like he's come back to that well for a long time. And I miss that Tim Robbins because
1: he does well, this so uh, well. I had that thought, uh, in Justice League with uh, Ben Affleck. Um, because <laughs> I, for some reason, I got it. Well, Easter's coming up, I'm like, I'm gonna watch Mall Rats again. Uh, and then it, uh, I saw some YouTube clip, um, because I, I just enjoyed that so much. I'm like, that was Affleck's jam, right? Early <laughs> 90s. He's the, the bully, the douchebag. Dazed and confused with the paddle. Uh, school ties? School ties. That- uh, he's a bigot there. Yeah. Um, and and Mallrats, you know, he... <laughs> I tell you what, I don't know how the joke plays now where he is videotaped having sex with an underage girl. And as he's being arrested, he tells the cops, like... 16. She told me she was 36. <laughs> I just, it's it is given like the space for the audience to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I did as I was alone in my hotel room, I, I was like, you tell him, Benny boo. Tell
0: them. <laughs> That's in certain films from that time period. They're just, they're absolute relics because that you couldn't do that now um, and not have it play that way. I guess so. It would need to. I guess he does get arrested in the end, so it works. Out. Arrested. So maybe but he could.
1: You couldn't have the other characters casually mentioning that this teenage girl is known for documenting documenting her sexual exploits with right. men of various ages, because they just take it at like, hey, yeah, that's, that's kind of gross. Thing. But yeah, that's what she's doing. So who else have you been fucking lately? And it's like, oh, you fucked Ben Affleck. We can use that against him later in the <laughs> third act. Um, I did. <laughs> I, I did like that in shortcuts because um, I, I started this, the special features dive with the, the nudity talk, but I did like that for all of the sex talk in this, that these people don't lead very sexual lives at all. Like they're no matter what sort of state they're in, they're married, they're single, uh, they're having an affair. It's always these in-between moments of them like wishing They could be fornicating but like really never like getting there uh the the one moment that sticks out is um i guess tim robbins is the asshole cop and his wife Malin Stowe, who he's been cheating on and she knows he's cheating but the only way they can connect on that level is when she lets him know that she posed nude and another man saw her naked and that that's the ticket that's (laughs) that's the way to do it i don't think there's anything else in this film that is what and even that i don't know if i would say that's a healthy uh, no. sexual relationship uh but Probably everything not. else is being talked around this this thing that we could do want to do but we're not doing <laughs> so yet again what was teenage mike <laughs> doing watching three hours of shorts and i don't remember disliking it it's not like one of those things where i thought oh this is bad like uh, eyes wide shut i hated that as a 16 year old that was boring Thought right. Nicole Kim was terrible. Now it's one of my favorite movies. Shortcuts, though, I I don't I remember enjoying it, and I don't know the, I don't know why. The only thing
0: that changed um, was my absolute <laughs> not reversal, but it was pretty close to a, a one eighty on Andy McDowell and my reading of that character, just as a dad. And I had completely forgotten about that whole sequence and she just puts him down. And after a head injury, just go ahead and take a nap for a little while. <laughs> well, we did know that at that time, but that, that was a bad idea. We're not that we haven't come that far in medicine or it wasn't that primitive, you know, 30 years ago, we, we were aware that if you had a brain injury, you probably shouldn't take a nap.
1: It seems it does seem out of character for her. Like she is sort of defined Um, as a mom as a mom um and you know not someone who's been shown to be reckless like you do have uh, there's a reckless uh lounge singer mom (laughs) who you can tell like okay that's that's girl hannah's mom right that's gonna that's gonna end badly like that's yeah i mean they're they're king you in. like yeah that's there's something bad's gonna happen her or the daughter but it's dysfunctional because anytime there's a serious conversation she just starts talking about all this bullshit she sings uh I did like in the special features that Altman talked about the music being not that great, <laughs> but but being decidedly sort of off-putting. Um, and that it, it doesn't key you in on how to feel from one scene to the next. It just it just feels like just this elevator music from hell <laughs> type thing he's going on. Why would
0: forward. he do that to somebody for three hours?
1: <laughs> Uh, i do think he uh he said in the conversation that the uh, you know one of the notes he got was like can we not and he's like no we can and we will uh so you know snyder is just following in the footsteps of his pre- previous greats.
0: he learned all the wrong lessons from altman <laughs> you
1: don't know, like the uh, wonder woman like guitar solo every time she shows up i didn't initially but i have to admit i've come around to it and now i almost like want it in all movies where there's a reoccurring character who like you know comes in to like destroy like i was re-watching mrs doubtfire last week um i'm just fully in that early 90s like you, you're saying that i'm uh you know sexed up but i can go the other way too i can go with you know the family comedies you're, but you're the
0: you're the rdj of uh of film viewers right now <laughs> straight up 88 robert downey jr
1: good old days yeah, for you. Know, before you I, I mean, you haven't quite out.
0: gotten back to um, less than zero territory, but I think by the end of this year, if you're mm. not vaccinated soon, we could get there.
1: I I get to my second dose on Wednesday, so it's back to. The, yeah, uh, there will be no no more Robert Downey Jr. for me. Those those times are <laughs> over. Uh, but I did have the thought as I was watching Mrs. Doubtfire that every time she's plotting against Pierce Brosnan, I would have loved the Wonder Woman. Intro music, just, <laughs> just yeah. every time Robin Williams is putting something together, I'm like, I'm gonna fuck him over this way. You should do a four by three
0: grayscale cut. <laughs>
1: just it it's weird. And this is not on purpose that, you know, I'm watching Mrs. Doubtfire. I, I download it because it's available on like shortcuts, which, as far as I can tell, there's not a digital way to rent or buy this nope, or stream. Nothing okay um mrs doubtfire was roped into the uh release the snyder cut thing did you see this online
0: Uh,
1: someone there's there's uh,
0: actually there's a reason for this segue this is unusual
1: there wasn't for me there was no reason for me to actually be watching mrs doubtfire but i did stumble into you know a a thematic point i guess on our episode and that i think maybe it was chris columbus you know an auteur not quite on the level of altman or snyder but you know, maybe. He's, the, He's close. close. Yeah. Uh, he said something to the effect that Robin Williams because he riffs so much that he could probably put together like an R-rated or NC-17 version of Mrs. Doubtfire if one was so inclined. Uh, not commercially viable in the slightest. Sure. Or does that stop the release of Snyder Cut fans? No. Then they're like, oh, is there? Give us the NC-17 Mrs. Doubtfire. Then <laughs> It's like, okay, that's where I think they're being unreasonable. If you're asking for the Justice League sequels at least you can come at it from fan of like, I enjoyed this so much. I would like to see the next bit in this, the next chapter in the story. I don't think it gives you free reign to then demand the NC 17, Mrs. Doubtfire for Chris Columbus. I don't know. And God help him. Maybe he's been cutting it together for the last three decades. I doubt it. I think it was just something funny. He said about Robin Williams as far as like, yeah, he could, he could go true blue if you need him to, but uh, we didn't. I, I would love
0: that if he had this vision of this and once the world opens back up, he starts road showing it, just taking it around city to city. Just this NC 17 has to play at independent theaters that will allow that stuff to go there. I'd buy a ticket. I'd watch that one.
1: Do you think, uh, you know, a little tangent here. Do you think the road show uh, aspect is something that will come back in the new theatrical landscape, like, are they going to have to do like weird stuff like that? um uh, you know to get people because i assume it's gonna become more the freaks like me and you that they're gonna have to cater to which means we're no better than these Snyder cut people <laughs> <laughs> give us all that yeah. shit
0: yeah no, I, uh, you're right uh, um i i don't think so i honestly think that it's gonna go back to
1: pretty close to normal-ish um, so, you don't fact, think this is the 70s all over? You don't think this is a chance you know, for.
0: I I, th- I kind of thought that for a little bit, but then um, that King Kong movie's already made like $150 million over this weekend. So, if anything, we're just going to go fur They're going to drill down further into the tentpole stuff, I think.
1: Um, Do you like and... that? Do you like that for once we, like, you know, it's other countries that are getting the big blockbusters and we're going to watch it on TV? <laughs> like, we're,
0: we're, I don't. We're... <laughs> honestly i don't care
1: i i I don't care when you like the big monster movies the big spectacles
0: i would much rather watch like a king kong movie or a godzilla movie than the man in cape stuff but that's really just because that's my nostalgia um because i grew up really liking those things on you know saturday afternoon watching old monster shows and that kind of thing and i yeah i watched what the hell was that ultraman and stuff like that when i was a kid so yeah I, i could definitely get into those films but really most of the marvel stuff that i've seen i've seen at home anyway so if it's going to come out day and date great perfect i don't care
1: um do you think that contributes to your enjoyment level your surprising i guess enjoyment of the uh snyder cut here more because you sound like you're approaching it like just a curiosity like you have no skin in the game let's just see what this is
0: again it was the i always had a little bit of sympathy for Zack Snyder, obviously with everything that was going on at the time for, with him and the dad thing kicks in. And so that part of it always, I've, and I've always heard that he's nothing but a nice guy, despite his movies and the way they are pretty much anybody that's ever worked with him has said that he's a really solid guy. So I just, he had my sympathy and if he made this thing and he had it and it was sitting there, yeah, sure. I'd be curious to watch it. I've, I tend to like the DC stuff more than the marvel stuff anyway because they take bigger swings they and they, they fall on their face a lot more but it's like and this one everything... managed to
1: combine both of those traits <laughs> we're going to fail in 2017 we're going to double down and throw another hundred million dollars at this <laughs> and release it on hbo
0: see and, and that that is it's the altman score thing well they'll take that movie like no no, no the score sucks <laughs> this is what it means if you're not watching this these people are terrible <laughs> That's what they deserve. They deserve bad music. It's slightly okay. off-putting. Hey, Here, uh, that, that's a straight-up DC move. So.
1: Here are the uh, two characters, on that note, I'm most identified with in Shortcuts. Can you guess? I- I'll let you guess first. There are two that really were striking to me. Peter Gallagher? <laughs> that's actually a good guess. Um, no, only that I don't, I don't have his drive. First off, he is a pilot. So his hair successful. is pretty amazing. I thought that I, might be an, I can't compete there. Um,
0: <laughs> you know, well, not I, relate to, but maybe you would aspire to be.
1: Yeah, well, sitting around cutting up furniture all day. Like I get wanting to be a troll in some regard, but I don't know. seems like a waste of time. Like you're wasting that hair, man. Just, <laughs> just go get laid. Like, you know, if you want to try to win back Francis McDormand or you just want to fuck with her, you, you share a kid. There's going to be many chances you want him to spend your whole weekend.
0: It It's really crashing. the moment where he, where he just answers the phone. That was the part that I loved because he, when he picks up the phone and
1: that I enjoyed that. So the guy that I... Oh, please. <laughs> is the guy oh, making Cr- the phone Cr- call. Cr- Chris Penn. No. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I think I would have been, I would hope that I would be jaded enough at that point that if my wife was a uh, sex line operator that I just wouldn't stand there slack jawed at every dirty thing she says. Like it's the first time he's ever heard such a thing like that. I would like to think I'd have more dignity there. Um, but you know, as the film reveals itself um, he, he's got some other issues when it comes to, to women. Um I'm guess I'm picking a slightly less worse guy, but one that's for most of the runtime, more creepy, which is why I love it <laughs> as, as the guy who's hard work on the cake. <laughs> Just is, the calls is totally dismissed uh, because Bruce Davison, we understand where he's coming from, but from Lyle Lovett's point of view, it's like, what a rich prick. That's like, I don't know what my wife ordered. And I don't really give a shit. She's not here. You'll have to talk to her later. You know what? Just don't even call back. Who cares? Hang up. And, <laughs> You know, this is this guy's art it's his craft like he you know he was engaged with Amy mcdowell talking about this fucking baseball cake and this guy is just a total ass to him now <laughs> does he take it a little too far yeah <laughs> but you know, he has the time i assume as he's uh baking to make phone Good calls point. he's on the clock
0: Wait. i wasn't that far off because it's a different kind of trolling I mean, the, the him and Peter Gallagher, they could definitely, they could swap stories. I think that they're cut of similar
1: cloth. You think there's a deleted scene? I didn't get to the deleted scenes on the disc where, like, they're drinking beers together and be like, listen to this shit. Listen what I had to put up with today. <laughs> they're going to make me make another phone call.
0: How, there's no way there were deleted scenes in this thing.
1: I I mean, there's a section of it, but I don't know how, I doubt that it's Snyder cut ish i i wouldn't think that there's a whole like you know magnolia had um god what was the 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 criminal's name that they're after with the 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 kid that that entire chapter where the 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 rapping kid is talking to oh right yeah yeah. Uh, is it the worm i I can't remember it is the worm yeah um apparently that that was the one subplot the one thread that was dropped was you actually you know got to see him and his father um kind of on the run uh i don't know if that makes pta uh, racist but the one, <laughs> one central adult black male figure he gets cut uh, well it's
0: everything that pta has done for the uh african-american community sense that really shows that he's not a racist
1: movies mm. he did marry my rudolph had a fuck ton of kids with i was her. Just going in movies how about that <laughs> is it better to be <laughs> i guess almost, personally it progressive it sounds
0: like it's like that thing that it's the no i have a black friend
1: deal it's like i'm not racist i hang out with you're not james. even giving that you know He's, james but he has a is a black wife in this case you're not even gonna give it, you don't think that's a little bit different than a guy he like would go to applebees with like once a year <laughs> i love the idea of pta going to applebees with this one black friend <laughs> Uh our other character um uh, jack lemon that's the one that i i probably like his performance the most is it the monologue it's just i I like that there's no like the ending we get with him is the consistency of him being the the dad that leaves yeah but there's no there's nothing dramatic about his son dealing with it because it's son has lost his child so why the fuck would he care right you know what i mean like it that would be the most movie ass thing if they would have like a heart-to-heart at that point and i like that jack lemon like he has an emotional response to tragedy but he doesn't have the stones like most of his background the stones to face up to it so he just walks off and it's just yeah. like I, i'm just not going to be there for my son now because i can't so handle this not
4: being in the hospital with you. no i don't i don't even remember yeah you do uh, it wasn't my decision. Things had gotten so out of hand between your mother and me by then that I got to hell. I didn't want to be in your room and make it worse. I don't even remember the hospital. I remember uh, the car flipping over and getting washed away. That's about it. Uh, I did something that day that I've never done in my life. I didn't tell your mother the truth. Called in sick and then I left like I was going to work and I didn't tell your mother I was going over to Ola's house to hook up a new fridge and an ice maker and she'd have had a fit. I mean, even if she knew that I was getting paid for my time, she would have had a fit. It was okay for her to help Ola. Oh, not for me. She was very possessive that way. Well, sisters are funny, you know. In this case, I was happy to oblige. I needed the extra money. And it was Ola's idea not to involve your mother. It was Ola's idea for me to lie. I figured, hell, it'll take a couple of hours, and then I'll go to work, tell them I'm feeling better. Anyway, I, I told Ola I'd be over early, and I was, but there was no answer. So but, uh, the door was open. I go in. I hear that she's up in the shower, so I holler out, you know, so that she won't get scared when she comes out of the shower and hears me working down in the basement and so forth. Anyway, I go down. After a while, Ola comes down to the basement In a robe, and she says that she got cleaned up for me, and I think that's very odd to say under the circumstances, Mm -hmm. but you know all. Anyhow, uh, she says, how's it going? I said, fine. And, uh, after a while, she uh, yeah, she asked me if I wanted a beer. She says, you want a beer? I said, oh, geez, it's a little early in the morning for that sort of thing, isn't it? She says, well, I'm not your employer, am I? Do you want one or not? I said, oh, well, what the hell, why not? You know, It seemed like a good idea at the time, right? She comes back with two beers. I tell you, every time I finish a beer, boom, there's another one in my hand. Christ, now we're up in the kitchen, and I'm having trouble making the joints. Connect- I'm on my fourth or fifth beer. And I said, Ola, this is exactly what I said. Oh, well, I will never forget this. I said, Ola, if I have one more beer, I'm going to have to take a nap. And she says, I wondered what it would take to get you into bed. Hey. I laughed. You know, I She says, don't tell me it didn't cross your mind, because I'll call you a liar. I'll tell you the truth. It didn't ever. Yeah, I found her company attractive, but Jesus, there was no real... And I didn't... I don't know, I didn't want to hurt her feelings, you know. I mean, after all, it was your mother's sister. So. Anyway, I, uh, I don't know how much time passed. All I know is that I am working like hell on that ice maker, trying to get that damn thing going, and she is saying things like, uh, if the positions were reversed, my sister would be doing the same thing. Do you believe... You know, like this is some little thing between the two of us. I, I started sweating. I tell you, my knees are shaking. I don't, I, I don't know what the hell to do. I don't know which way to turn. There's no smoking in here, Pop. Huh? No oh, smoking. That's good. Down for a day. And then, whoosh, she opens the robe and I get a load. jeez God, that woman was put together a hell of a lot better than you'd think when she was just in that dress. I'm telling you. Jesus, that's hard for any man to resist. I mean, I don't know about you. It sure as hell was for me. Well, that's a long time ago, Pop. So? Neither of us heard your mother come in. Oh, God. She was in such a state. You know, she... She, she she didn't really look at Ola. She just she, she looked at me and she said, Howard's in the hospital. And then on, on the way to the hospital she said well, she cried a little bit, but but she she only said, Why didn't you tell me that you weren't going to work? They told me you were sick. Oh Christ, I was so ashamed. I just It was a, it was an unlucky day, you know, bad timing because i'll tell you that first day in the hospital your mother and i stood side by side while most doctors reported to us and most of the news was bad but still we stood there together we took it together and then Ola ride god Ola told your mother that, that we had been having affairs in the past oh hell there was only that one time i, try- oh, I tried to explain to your mother exactly how it happened to you You know what your mother said to me? I don't want you around anymore. I'll get through this thing alone better. No matter what happens to Howard. I have to respect her wishes, Howard. I mean, whether I wanted to or not, I had to. Christ, I keep thinking, you know, someday some, 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 the truth will come out, you know, and she'll understand. We both know that never happens.
3: So. Mr. Finnegan? Excuse me, Mr. Finnegan. Uh, you have a telephone call. It's Mrs. Finnegan. Oh, you can use that phone
1: right That was I don't think I remembered that from my first hearing. I don't think that was something I keyed in on. Julian Moore her monologue i was i was right there but yeah um yeah jack lemon just just something i kind of wonder what you were thinking as you watched that like not only was the madeline stowe thing but as a father just yeah it's
0: it again it's that whole it, it rings very true it's very honest to the characters but i i couldn't imagine being in that that world you know i don't have the best relationship with my dad you know there were points where we went years without talking and i couldn't imagine going more than a day without talking to my kids. I know that'll happen eventually once they, you know, move on, move out and the, but to not be a part of their life and not know what's going on. Yeah. That's the alien thing to me. Like that, that's just, I, I can't even understand why you would have kids if you don't want to be a part of it. And why would you continue to show up every, why would you go back at that point?
1: It that. did. It did remind me of uh, my, my father in a different way, in that uh, he was uh, always around and attentive. Even though my parents got divorced at like I was two, uh, even in this now thirty-five minute call, you've probably spoken to me more than he did in my entire life. Just not, <laughs> not a guy uh, that would uh, ever, ever be on a podcast. <laughs> for just, just an extremely quiet guy. So-
0: is that what you're doing? Are you, are you making up for lost time? You just had all these conversations you never got to have as a kid that you're trying to catch up on. I mean, point.
1: I had the conversations that were just one-sided because he would take me to movies all the time, but I would do all the talking. We're talking about like when I was fucking like five years old and watching Jesus. like, honey, I shrunk the kids. <laughs> I told, I gave him an hour on it, on the drive back as far as what I thought about the movie and this this wasn't good and they should have cast this guy and he just and stoically you
0: would have listened Peter for a
1: dad yeah i don't know what he thought about it as far as like jesus christ where'd this come from like i don't know what, <laughs> what his mom is doing with him but uh he talks too much but he just maybe it just saved him you know just that that uh the having uh to form an opinion on honey i shrunk the kids because <laughs> you like you have some experience with that, and I, I don't think at this point I'm going to. Where having to, I don't know, debase yourself is a word because you're, you're trying to be a good father. But like most parents, you're eventually, as, as a film fan, that's why I say debase, you're gonna have to go down and watch something that is it's, clearly just I, meant for them. I but, do that
0: with you all the time.
1: We a good a point. Bunch of- hey, hey i i'm bringing you so, altman and you come on and say you know what justice league wasn't that bad so
0: <laughs> we just throwing it out there because this was intended to be the total troll episode and it was like mm. you know what I, i'm never going to talk to anybody about this because i'm not the guy that you get invite on to talk justice league but it it was pretty good i enjoyed it so you are the guy yeah, that i
1: have another podcast i want to invite you on to talk for Gump because i just know you're on the record of hating for Gump so much i, I do hate for Gump. yeah uh, I think, you know, it's not perfect, but it's uh, damn near perfect. So whatever we can find in there where it's not perfect, I'll agree with you, but then I'm going to go on about how they don't make them like Forrest Gump anymore. Thank God. Uh, Well, you know what? The
0: the proof is in the Chet Hanks White Boy Summer.
1: (laughs) You talk about troll job. I'm like, do you know, like, is Chet Hanks like what Joaquin Phoenix was trying to do with that bullshit movie where he was. I trying was wondering.
0: To... It's it, it's like that.
1: But he's he's decided that he's. Is gonna, he that unaware? I I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt that he's in character for his entire life on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> but you know he, he like you you're aware of a, a statement that he made, and unfortunately I'm aware of that too because it's like why is google news probably because i like tom hanks and I like forrest gump they're like hey you need to know what chet's up to and i'm like no no i really don't oh there's the headline Uh, well what is white boy summer what does that mean let me click on this oh i I did the same thing it means exactly what i thought was which is nonsense it's just (laughs) something he just just came out of his mouth on instagram (laughs) the I did want to ask you though with kids do, are they making things just purely for kids now or is it the Pixar comic book movie effect where they cross over and they're meant for adults too? like see I kind of hate Pixar
0: if, if for that
1: reason because um, soul I, I'm trying to think as a kid I don't think that would have been something I would have want to watch over and over again
0: oh uh, uh, and it, it's I can't imagine a kid that would really get into soul um, I mean, kid, yeah, kids are crazy about jazz, but beyond that, I just don't see where they would connect <laughs> with the film. And then, you know, something like Up, where it has that thing where it's like, oh yeah, you're, you're going to die one day and there's a good chance that somebody's going to die before you that you're going to love. Have a nice ride back to the you know, mall. Enjoy your happy meal. It's- Look I'm at that dog.
1: That... Isn't that dog silly? <laughs> Forget about like, death. I, I'm
0: totally comfortable having conversations about death with my kids and i and i welcome them i embrace those conversations but i don't need pixar to do the heavy lifting for me um just entertain the kids i'll take a i don't know i would much rather watch robots or a despicable me something that they have no interest in me <laughs> and they're just catering to the kids i remember I'm
1: the uh with that absolute fucking hatred that uh minions was getting which on uh, the war machine versus war horse feed you and i did miller's crossing for, for minions so we're we're no better as <laughs> as far as but i also don't expect that the intended audience for minions is stumbling onto a podcast about them either i don't i
0: don't think they're looking it up
1: no but i did remember and you know that's when we're doing new releases i was more aware of what other movie podcasters were doing and they're reviewing every big new release the absolute hatred that Minions got, and I'm like, wait, you you do realize that it's we're not even you. we're not even supposed to be reviewing this now. We are, but Chris and I are talking Miller's Crossing and <laughs> breezing right past Minions, <laughs> much well, like strangely like, we're breezing right past shortcuts. And I did not anticipate that. <laughs>
0: <happening>. <laughs> we have we have a tough time talking about the things that we like. It's just we can't we can't focus on anything but like especially something that we really enjoy and admire. It's what are we gonna to add to it? Robert Altman knows what he's doing.
1: Great. um Less Robert Downey Jr. That's my one note. That's the worm plot line for me. Him and Lily Taylor. Yeah, like they're house sitting for this couple that leaves, and they were
0: I, looking after the goldfisher. The I really Robert wanted that couple to come
1: him. back and beat the shit yeah. out of him because he. They ask him, "Hey, don't smoke," and he smokes every time he's in the apartment. Oh, uh, couldn't stand that. Hated that. Yeah. Um that's a, that's about it um i don't know maybe the uh the jazz singer's daughter but like that one seemed a little bit aimless i also wondered is it a nice way to get a tall blonde naked like in the scene but she's also the only one that has any sort of connection to this kid that gets hit by a car so it ends up coming around to something where right. i'm like okay i like to see like someone is aware of bigger things going on in the storyline um how do you feel about let's jump right to the the ending uh i guess we could talk about both talk about the boulder (laughs) how do you feel about that the film makes a point that chris Penn gets away with bludgeoning a woman uh apparently this is a a cusack a family member this is a little like joan and john's like little sister like i didn't know that i I, I was yeah just reading trivia yes Susie cusack who i don't know if she was anything else but um She's a party guest in high fidelity. I wonder how she got that gig. Um, <laughs> um, the voice is pretty distinctive though. Cause I was like, it was one of those things where I'm like, I don't recognize this, but I guess I should. Is that Joan? Who?
0: No, it sounds a lot like. Yeah. They have yeah, a similar, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I, Joan Cusack had better things to do, Like Adam's family values where you did now that. I think that was probably titillating to me as a child. And I didn't realize what that meant. But I'm like, I like her. I like the way that lady dresses. I like what she's doing to uncle fester.
0: See, I would have taken you more for a, um, what was the one that she did with, was she in junior?
1: That's Emma Thompson.
0: No, no, no. There was one that she did, but no, it's not junior. It's the, they're the other couple. She's married to Roseanne Tom Arnold, right? My my, what movie am I mixing up? I I don't know. I, I'm Diagram not like, familiar on Arnold the, uh, Schwarzenegger and... the Tom
1: Arnold filmography. Would it be True Lies? That's he's in that. <laughs> not that one. A
0: little, hmm. little bit past that point.
1: Yeah, we're off here as far as. Yeah, the... sorry.
0: You were you're getting to a point with uh, the movie the allowing Chris Penn to bludgeon yes. this woman to death, and then.
1: Well, okay. First off, like. uh <laughs> fucking robert Downey jr um smoking in strangers homes and being a weird little shit uh and deciding that chris penn looks like an obvious wingman to these younger women that they're going to like stalk as they're out with their wives and kids and they're going to take four cans of beer so one each and then they're just going to fuck these women um there's a plan (laughs) Well, I'll, the only thing I'll give Iron Man is that he knows to get away from Crispin as quickly as possible to like take, you know, whichever one he's making the moves on and then just flee because, yeah. you know, Crispin's face is not helping, but also contributing to what an asshole he is because he has to know his buddy. I don't know what he thinks his buddy's going to do. Maybe he's hoping that he'll just fail and do nothing, but he looks deranged just trying to hand a stranger a beer anyway Then this earthquake happens, but it happens right after they come running back as they hear this woman screaming, stop, what are you doing? And I believe they see him hitting her over the head with a rock and then standing over her covered in blood. Yeah. But they make sure in the film to put like, you know, earthquake, blah, blah, blah. Well, one woman did perish as, you know, rocks fell on her head or whatever. And I was like, man, Altman, the cruelty here on display, like, I mean, did this other girl just go along with it? Did she just think like, oh, that was just a, it's like a a too close of a foul call. Like it was like that sort of football play where it's like, we can't really tell if it was pass interference or not. We can't tell if he was bludgeoning yet or the earthquake did it. So we're just going to give him a pass.
0: It's the, uh, I think that that, that's the moment that the 16 year old, 17 year old version of me loved. It's just the nihilistic (laughs) teenager garbage. That's just like, you know, it's a dark ending. Great. I'm on board. Do you
1: want someone that looked the, like Chris Penn to be reveling in that? Because I don't think no, Chris Penn is something it, that appeals to teenagers. It's like, not. I want to be that won. guy.
0: It's not that he won. I, I think that what I enjoyed was that the audience lost. It was that after all of this, the, the director just slapped us around a little bit in that last couple of frames. And I, I appreciated that. And I still think it's a a very ballsy way to end a film, but now, it just it feels a lot more earned than I think it did as when as a you know teenager. Now that I carry so much more disdain for this cast, that it feels in lockstep with everything else I've learned about these people. So yeah, I, I feel like this is a very natural ending to this particular film.
1: I have a natural ending for this podcast. Reasoning of nine months there it is joan Thank cusack you. and tom arnold movies who uh, else is this, in that um that's hugh grant and julia moore are the main couple close to schwarzenegger i mean yeah, it's Hugh right grant there. i mean who who doesn't think <laughs> same thing um, yeah, I, I,
0: I i will say this i i think that the uh they both have like blue backgrounds on the box art if i'm not mistaken they they i feel like they had similar colors Am, am i wrong on that also
1: i don't i don't know specifically with uh but it's strange you bring that up because <clears throat> google has images for joan cusack arnold schwarzenegger none of them are together in any of these pictures but they do have nine months and then they have um some movie of steve martin and rick Moranis that has a blue background
0: that's and- uh oh dirty rotten scoundrel no not dirty rotten scoundrels what would the one
1: so oh, my was, blue heaven,
0: which I my blue heaven. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Joan Cusack's in that also
1: yeah, nine months, right. <clears throat> which has a blue logo. Um, and then the truth about cats and dogs, which also has a blue background and that it's weird somewhere in the Google algor- algorithm, your brain <laughs> is connected because they're like, here are movies that star none of the <laughs> search terms that you wanted, but they all have blue posters.
0: This is yeah. the problem with the internet. It's being written for my idiocy. That that's that's an issue.
1: Celebritizer.com is what gave me the answer. Joan Cusack and Tom Arnold have starred in one movie together in nineteen ninety-five, nine months. Why why is there a website that even has a page saying, Hey, if you're curious, there's only one and it's nine months. <laughs> and it's for a podcast on shortcuts and Justice League, obviously. You're
3: welcome. Yeah,
1: I did not go as i anticipated so i thought both of were gonna be like well wow, what a waste of time piece of shit I, I couldn't get my anger up for justice league i just thought well this is kind of nice that he got to do it and that's it yeah
0: it's kind of like you just want to like give him like a little pat on the back at him mm-hmm. boy get get out him
1: ha, ha, i hope it goes better next time that's
0: it feel bad for ray fisher he definitely got the short end on that uh, man his
1: his subplot was a lot better like he was a cool character in this yep, like there was something there
0: yeah and how do you get rid of? <laughs> if history's taught us anything, clearly Zach Snyder understood that Cyborg's dad knows about robots that are going to destroy the world. Mm-hmm. It felt like very similar casting and well done. Like it, it, what an unusual <clears throat> I just to watched get typecast as
1: Terminator Two again, and that's the thing that stuck <laughs> with me at this age. Was like I put myself in the shoes of joe morton which when i was a teenager i was just like yeah shoot him up Linda hamilton just blow him all away uh we gotta stop the robots and i really identified with some fucking rando just plugs you and is like just shooting the shit of your house up and you're just concerned about your kid and your wife you have no idea and when she comes in you don't even have time to be scared you're like i i don't know what i did i apologize like i you know i'm taking you at your word but you know please don't shoot anyone else like just just stop and I don't know if Cameron, there's a line in the uh I think it's Hamilton's. So I think she's doing the voiceover saying like you know, the terminator explains to him, does the whole fucking cut off his skin. Yeah. And he's like, he took it pretty well that you know he's responsible for the end of humanity. And I'm like, Yeah, I'd say he did. Because it <laughs> only takes him like three minutes, and he's like, All right, I'll 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 own up to this. Like, I haven't done it yet. But I mean, Tom Cruise in Minority Report fucking refused to believe. And he actually knew the system. He knew it, like, inside out. Like, yeah, this is what we do here. And he still was like, I would never He's do like, such oh, a thing. Oh, me? Clearly, the a diff- broken. A fucking movie star would never accept responsibility. But Joe Morton, all right. Yeah, I guess I did. Same in Justice League. He's like, yeah, this is the, s- the stakes here. I have to, like blow myself up into like little bitty particles just so i can put use myself as a gps for the fucking mother box <laughs> and i don't know who's i don't know if batman says or what but it's just one of those things that i guess you can write in a comic book and then put it on screen and we're just like yeah i guess that makes sense sure <laughs> he warmed it up he put himself in the mother box in the toaster and now he's dead but <laughs> now we know where it is
0: yeah yeah that that, that that'll that'll work.
1: Um, I, I will say, I don't remember any of this in the, I guess the Whedon cut. I don't, I don't even remember what they used to really connect the, like the red lining of, of it in his version. They
0: were, if I'm, and I haven't watched it since the initial release, but it was, they went back to get Superman because they were bad leaders. Batman and wonder woman were scared to lead. And so they needed Superman to lead them to victory, but th- this makes a lot more sense than any like anything that was in the Wheaton cut of it. The whole thing with the boxes, the way they explained that, never made sense in the original one. I mean, now, the, n- not that the this is minute. logical, but it makes sense to yeah. this world. It, well, no,
1: I mean, it, at the very least, it uh, you know it props up Superman as like the ultimate badass. Like, oh, once he's dead, the aliens will invade. Um, Now the five minute scream to open the film of his like death rattle, maybe excessive a little bit, but sure.
0: I kind of thought that's the thing I was going to be getting for four hours was that level. And fortunately, it becomes a lot of other things throughout. And there's so many things here they cut out that it just I don't know how it got cut out. Um, but you can't release
1: this as a theatrical film either like there's no way this was and it it
0: really you could have it was two movies if you cut out it was two hour and a half long movies hour and 45 minute long movies if you ended with steppenwolf when they get that like right when they're the let's see so the first time when they go to fight steppenwolf and they they're not able to do it you could have ended there on that big action sequence it's a downer but then the superman shows up like they're getting him back right there. And then that's your next movie. You could have cut this almost in half and it would have worked perfectly. You
1: you would have allowed uh, Henry Cavill to be in the uh, publicity tour then, as opposed to hiding the fact that he's like in the fucking movie. Um, That's, I guess the thing I admired about it, but I still don't know. Cause obviously like some like Marvel, it's it's like, they've got it down to science. Here's where the jokes go here. The story beats and just repeat. It's so boring because of that.
0: It's so homogenized that it's, it's kind it's the, it's McDonald's. It's, don't you have... think this
1: felt weird? It feels weird that we have, and I mean, there's a lot of fucking slow-mo in this. I mean, it's excessive, uh, there's, but like.
0: Honestly, if you would have taken out the slow-mo, there's your half hour.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like, he obviously cares so much about each individual character. That it is one of those things where it's like, you probably do care too much. Um, yeah. And it, it's weird because you send it shortcuts. It's like, so nihilistic. Like, I think that's like the idea that or that's the brand Snyder Sur War. Like DC stuff was so dark. And it is darker kind of in tone, but there's like a genuine affection for the characters here. That's like everyone gets their like their full introduction. Everyone gets to like he this this superhero is important. He's not yeah. just Ant-Man. Every one I, of them is important in this film. I didn't hear
0: nearly the pushback <laughs> for Baz Larman's great expectations
1: <laughs> or for... wait great gatsby? <laughs> gatsby i'm
0: sorry great expectations was the uh not Baz larman um Wasn't it that was got... the spanish director that did that they went
1: on to win oscars but not then obviously right was that alfonso Peron? Is that his name what is his name is that is was he that early was he around at that point I felt like he did. Didn't he do one of those children's movies like this Secret Garden or a Little Princess? That was. Like I think you're right. Hit. Yeah. Um, it's funny. But anyway, we watched Great Expectations for another podcast. Uh, the '98. Yeah, it is him. Um, wow. Goddamn! Um, because <laughs> there's a book. Um, the guy that I'm sure is very successful again now because I think he produces Yellowstone. Um, oh, the Tyler Sheridan or the, no, the- no. Um, he like it's he's a producer art linson so um he produced the untouchables uh some david Mammoth stuff he he wrote uh, pound of flesh right yeah i have a copy of that somewhere like a beat paper yeah um he wrote a, a sequel to that and it was coming off of <laughs> the the bear movie i love the edge that whole um,
0: that's my favorite part of the book
1: <laughs> Alex baldwin Sorry. like he doesn't want shaved. because oh, he's afraid he's too fat to be on screen fight club like he had a string of like these are big budget movie star movies that all failed and so he yeah. was basically like this is the end of my career but now he's him and his son like produce yellowstone so it's like they're just they're they're back on Damn top down. so i didn't uh, know that was him that's great but there's in the the sequel to pound of flesh i can't remember the name of it um next time we record i'll make sure to have it out so i can um, there's a chapter on great expectations. That's a, you had one of his late 90s like misfires. Um, yeah. And the director, he's talking about like, you know, he was, he was hiring this artist who made this like beautiful film that like, you know, not enough people saw, but people like, he, he was hot coming off that. Like, he going yeah. to go on to bigger, better, and he eventually did. But all this dude wanted was money. And he kept coming up and saying, How much money can you get me? I want lots of money for this. I want to like, he basically he was like, Oh, now I'm doing a studio film. Fucking pay me. And pay, like I mean and it just like it shows you that no matter how many Oscars they win, at some point they were just like back up the truck. Like, let's just I want all of it's it. the it's the Ray Leota Fuck You Pay Me. Yeah. Fuck you pay yeah. me. Um I also watched Boyhood last week on my trip. I've not I don't think I've watched it again since uh since around that time it came out. I and think I watched really, it once you more. were just
0: you wanted to squeeze in <laughs> all the three hour plus films you could
1: well i mean i mean it was in a hotel which is also weird because i've I've done zero traveling during covid and yeah. i felt like i was in the fucking shining because there was one other car in the parking lot and they have all the 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 rooms i'm going up i'm on the floor by myself the rooms have these like pieces of like tape on there so if anyone opens the door it's broken so it's like their own safety measure of we're making like it's no one has been yeah. in this since we cleaned it that's our like, the seal is broken so, I'm just, I can see. I'm just like, there's no one on this floor but me. It's all these sealed up doors. Um, and so, I really had nothing to do. I'm not going to go out. Like, it's not like I'm right. going to go out and be like, oh, let's go look at used bookstores. No, I'm just going to go up here. I'm going to do my thing, go back to the hotel room. Uh, so, yeah, you're right. I'm like, what are all these movies that my wife would be like, good God? Like, again. So, yeah. So, Boyhood was in there. I don't know how Mall Rats came into it. But the reason I'm thinking of Boyhood is because Ethan Hawk. He does not look that much different from great expectations. Like no. Of all the fucking no. dudes they could get to be like, we're gonna do this experiment, where people's gonna age. Ethan Hawk does not fucking age in that at all. Nope. Not one. Poor bit. Patricia Arquette. She actually ages gracefully, but you can tell that she's aged. Ethan Hawk, yeah. he has a mustache at the end. It's <laughs> like <laughs> felt bad for her. Yeah, felt bad were, for there us.
0: Were, there were no years on Ethan Hawk. slightly like a around the eyes maybe
1: maybe it feels like they like i even wonder if that's real or did they add it just because like look we gotta do something like we gotta put some <laughs> some mileage on this, this. <laughs> yeah yeah because i felt that way like when brad pitt did uh babble mm. that like i read later that they had to like put like aging makeup on him just to make him look more stressed and yeah. i'm like that's ridiculous that's fucking bullshit That this guy's like can we add some wrinkles here like the guy's almost 50 but he's just not showing it yet He's almost sixty he's like now. 50, yeah,
0: fifty-six, right?
1: Something yeah, like and he's taking a shirt off for Tarantino movies, like just gratuitous. Look how awesome he is, and I can't blame him. I,
0: I don't. I I wouldn't be wearing a shirt right now if I looked like that. So
1: it bothers me though, because it's like I, I watch someone like uh like Momoa and Aquaman. And you could tell like that's like he's done that specifically for probably not only that movie, but for that day of shooting to look that good. And then he's going to like because that's but Brad Pitt, it doesn't look that over the top. It just looks like he's in really fucking good shape. Like he doesn't look like a superhero. And I think that bothers me more than knowing like, well, yeah, they train up and, you know, then they they, that's just who he is. You know, Momoa didn't drink any water that day and all this and he's dehydrated, all, all that shit. But no, Brad Pitt's just.
0: He actually drank that beer on the roof, yes. hanging out, and he's yeah. eating
1: fucking like beans out of a can, and that's it. I did read a tweet that saying that's the most unbelievable thing about one fine time in Hollywood. Not that they killed the Manson family, but they're like that that man would have that diet and would still look like that <laughs> in the late '60s. I think I'll just leave that in. Just
0: <laughs> so it's a you gotta it's
1: a long road to get to, to go down to get to the bean line, but it, it's mm-hmm. a good one. I'll just i just leave it all because we actually did a little bit more Zack Snyder stuff when 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 the podcast is over, we're like, okay, so here's our actual like thoughts on this film that we're gonna put on the episode title. But before that, we're gonna finish with Joan Cusack and Tom Arnold. That <laughs> that mystery needs to be solved.